I stopped putting that pressure on myself Mm -hmm. to have my knight in shining armor, my prince charming, come bearing gifts and being there for my birthday because what really mattered were the friends that stayed surrounded by me when that Mm -hmm. one guy did make it a fucking um, awful birthday and tried to make my birthday even better after that moment. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to the episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. Happy Monday. Welcome back. It has been a busy time. I feel like in both of our lives, but... I need to go into a coma. Um, I always could use a coma. (laughs) I feel like that would be the most relaxing and restorative moment I could ever have. Because it's like a nap and like... A quality night's sleep is just not going to cut it. I need to go into a coma. I need no one to bother me for a couple of days. And, like, nothing serious needs to happen. Like, I, I will wake up. It's a medically induced coma, right? Um, I just need no one to bother me <laughs> for, like, a couple of days. Let me just get my beauty sleep. Even though someone last night told me I look 22. And I was like, who Here are we you? we are. It's like, who are you? <laughs> we should be friends. <laughs> Keep stroking my ego, please. As I turn 30, um, by the time this episode comes up, it's July. So it is almost Leo season, which is my birthday month. And it's a month-long celebration. We all know that around this household. Um, so, Well, some of us. <laughs> no, I'm so excited for your birthday. We've been, uh, like, talking Vegas itinerary back and forth. And... It's going to be lit. We're going to have so much fun. And it mm-hmm. tur- that week has turned into oh, a, God, week, yeah. a week of travel for me um, because the first the first half of the week, I'll be in Nashville, Tennessee recording, and then I'll come home on a Wednesday and I fly out to Vegas on a Thursday. So, you know, we're just going to be in our travel era. It's a shame you couldn't have just gotten your flight from Nashville straight to Vegas. <laughs> well, I think we're going to drive to Nashville because it'll be a little bit cheaper. But, got him. you know, the last time we drove, we got stuck. So I'm a little bit traumatized. <laughs> um, but hoping that, you know, now with my new engine, all is well. Um, Fingers crossed. But it's yes. also been a really, like, busy time for you as well, too. You've had, like, some really, like, exciting ventures, like, on the home front. Mm-hmm, literally we um i just like randomly so i i've i've been looking on the zillow app a little bit um which come to find out zillow is not for the renters it's definitely for the buyers oh, no. oh yeah but sometimes there's like some rental properties and we're looking we got an email from our apartment complex about like your here's your lease options for the next year. Your lease ends in September. Please remember that you have to give us a 60-day notice, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I just like, huh, I don't want to be here anymore. So I went on the Zillow app that day, and there's this rental house, and I was like, huh, I like this house. This house looks familiar. And so I was like scrolling through, and I was like, I think I'm going to apply to this house. And I like texted my friend, and I was like, didn't you live on this road? And she was like, yes, it might actually be our house. And I was like, wait, what's the address? And she sent it to me. It's their old house, which is so just like her like, childhood home. 
No, 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 no. Okay, so it's my college roommate's house that her and her husband bought, their very first house together. And they lived there for years and had their first baby there, and they just built a house and are moving. So they sold it to somebody who has a couple properties in that neighborhood and, like, rents them out. So I was like, what a small world. And And I am not one to, like, I'm hesitant with rental houses because... You never know who lived there before and how they took care of them. And also, I'm always nervous that, like, the owner of the house is going to decide to up and sell one day. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this person has several properties, like, it's an investment piece for this person. Um, but when I found out it was their house, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I lived with her for four years. I know how she is. I know how clean they are. Like, I just know they took care of the house. And mm-hmm. so it makes me really willing to to move there if we have the opportunity. So we applied for it. We went and met the broker. We toured it. Um, you know, we submitted all the paperwork, and we're just kind of waiting to hear back. We are one of five applicants. Um, so I don't know if that's, like, other couples or other, like, single families or, mm-hmm. you know, friends moving, trying to move together or whatever. But um, it's a three-bed, two-and-a-half bath with a fenced-in backyard with a two-car two garage in a neighborhood really close to where we want to build a house, and it's the same price we're paying for our apartment. So I, I like, really am hoping – I'm trying not to get my hopes up, but I'm hopeful that it will, will work out. It's definitely, like, a smaller house. It's not mm-hmm. something that I, like, see myself in forever but I also feel like that's a really good thing because it will force us to like, you know, move on when we're ready in the next yeah. couple of years. But I did tell them, you know, like this is some this is somewhere we would want to be for a while. Um, and I think they're looking for like a long term rental situation. So I'm hopeful. Um, I'm just ready to get out of the apartment. So if this doesn't work, I think my husband and I are going to be more diligent about looking at other potential rental opportunities. Um, we considered making an offer to buy, but once I realized that he has like multiple, that that's, that was not going to be a thing for him. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's what we've been doing and we're just kind of waiting to hear back. And I think, you know, it'll probably be after the holiday, but, mm. but yeah, hmm. mm-hmm. nice. I just want, I just want my dogs to have a backyard. I'm buying the house for my dogs. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> literally. I literally put on the application, like, they were like, why are you wanting to move? And I was like, we're ready to transition to a house. Also, I'd like to have a backyard for my dogs. <laughs> I mean, that's a valid. I mean, I know people in L.A. that are like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, to be honest, like, I know this is such a, like, trivial thing, but, like, walking a dog to go to the bathroom every single time they have to go to the bathroom is like the absolute worst thing in the entire world, especially at an apartment complex where there's like kids running around and cars and loud sounds. And it is just like, I just want to be able to open the door and let them go to the bathroom and let them run and then come back in when they're ready. Like that's, that's what I, that's what I foresee in my future. So I'm hopeful that I can look out with my coffee and let them do their thing. <laughs> this is why so many people in cities are cat people. <laughs> oh, I could never. Like, when we were in New York, I was like, I, mm. c- I couldn't live here with my current, like, situation with my dogs. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way. There's no way. So, so yeah. Yeah. What has been, like, your captivation recently? Has it just been, like, the houses? It actually has been Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> oh, my God. It just came out. <laughs> I know. Well, 
So it's, it's been, been that out song. for less than 24 hours. <laughs> it's been that song because it, have you listened to it yet? No. Oh my gosh. I need you to listen to it. So that, cause there's speculation on TikTok that it's about Taylor Swift. What? Oh, what? <laughs> I know. Just whenever you listen to it, I don't really hear it. Um, but also it is, it is a good song. Okay. Um, yeah, so I've been I've been digging that. I'm really excited for her album. But also, I have been listening to um, G Flip's new song, "The Worst Person Alive." Love. Oh. I really like their music. Their music is straight fire, and the fact that they play the drums, like it's I, really cool. I literally love "The Worst Person Alive." Like that song is hype, and they're so talented. So when I, when, I'm not gonna lie. When I saw them on. Um, Selling Sunset, I did not know what kind of music to expect. Yeah. Because well, I the was... Drum, the drumming, the, like, drummer vibe. Well, I was like, also, like... I was like, it's either going to be, like, Travis Barker or like rap. Like, heavy metal rock. I was like, we're either getting, like, heavy metal rock or we're getting rap. I don't... I don't know what to expect. And then... Their voice it was giving, is phenomenal. It was giving me Fletcher vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So those two songs I have been like, I'm trying to make like my summer playlist mm-hmm. and those two songs. Well, I don't know if Vampire will be on it because it's not really like a sun, summer I'm sunshine a, I'm, a, I'm assuming it's a, it's a slow song. It's slow, but it's not. It's like that like slow upbeat song, like that sad upbeat song, sort uh-huh. of. I don't really know how to describe the tempo. Okay. Um, we know that I don't know tempos really that great. <laughs> everything is slow in my opinion. Everything can, listen, here's the thing. Everything can be a sad song. I can, I can turn any song into a sad song. Give me a keyboard and the lyrics and I am making it We've sad. heard it with me. We've heard it with Taylor Swift's <laughs> me. Like, yeah. Like you can make anything a sad song, but no, it's really good. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm a bit I'm a big fan of those two specifically. Uh, they've definitely been on repeat. But okay. what is your what is your captivation? Um, the Bear season two, uh, binged it. I like, and I was like, what bear? <laughs> Polar bears, panda bears, <laughs> black bears. The show on FX Hulu. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yep, I've heard you, of that one. Have you seen season one? No, I didn't even know there was a show called The Bear. Hence why I was like, what bears are we talking about? Of course, of course. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the thing. I love this show. It is one of the best shows I've ever seen. The writing on it is spectacular every single time. It, it, if you have no idea what it is, if you're like Hannah, um, it basically takes place in Chicago. And it is um, a guy named um, Carmen. Carmen, uh, he basically is used to be like a CDC at like a Michelin star restaurant, which is like the top chef at a restaurant. His brother dies. He comes back to Chicago to take over his brother's like, like sandwich shop and everything. And like, so you're going, that's like a chaotic mess. And so you're going, you've told me about this show. Yes. So season two just came out and season two, rarely do I ever feel like season two of shows are like infinitely better than Mm -hmm. season one. This time around, season two was, like, so exquisite and perfectly written. And if you've seen it, like, you'll know what I'm talking about when I talk about how stressful and anxiety-inducing episode six is. Like, I could not breathe the entire time I'm watching this. And then it goes to episode seven, which is the most heartfelt, 
cutest fucking love story, literally love yeah. story, because the man starts singing Love Story by Taylor Swift <laughs> in the oh. episode. It is one of the best shows. It's so easy to watch because it's dramatic, but they label it as a half-hour comedy, even though it's not comedic at all. It's just written in a half-hour format. So it's only, you know, 30 minutes. Really easy to binge. I highly recommend everybody watch it just because it is some of the best TV I have ever seen. Like, it's up there battling, like, Succession and break, Breaking Bad. And, like, for me, like, as, like, some phenomenal, like, viewing. And if you love food, it's also going to be an, uh, a show that's going to make you hungry um, and makes you want to, like... I feel like whenever I watch it... It's like with Succession. When I watch Succession, I would hear people talking about, like, stocks and, like, the market. And it's like, yeah, like, I know what I'm fucking talking about now. And I have, like, absolutely no clue. But I feel like mm-hmm. I can add to the conversation. Now I go into my fucking kitchen. And I'm, like, I'm calling everybody chef. I'm, like, calling myself chef. Like, yes, chef. And <laughs> adding, like, the intensity and, like, clinking and clacking, like, the pans around. Like, I feel like I'm in a restaurant. So... That is that is me when I watch the bear. So mm. we'll have I to check it out. Highly we'll, recommend. Add it, we'll add it to the list. <laughs> the list means nothing to you, I know. And I, just, I feel like yeah. I have to just say that, you know. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine for my birthday. I would like for you to watch at least you Succession. Have, there's a long list of things I need to watch for your birthday. I'm just chuck like I'm just chipping away at the summer I turn pretty because I want to watch season two when it comes out. So. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if you've watched The Bear, we'd love to hear your feedback. You can let us know like on Instagram at the Gals Guide Pod. Uh, we share our captivations every single week on our Instagram stories. So go over there and check it out if you want to see what else we've been loving and other recommendations. We'd love to know what also you are loving right now. You can also follow us on our personal Instagrams at Emily Elise and at Hannah Adams Miller. And we are going to be talking about my favorite subject today, which is birthdays and if you're curious about what other thoughts we've had around birthdays because we've done birthday episodes before you're more than welcome to look through our entire catalog on apple spotify wherever you listen to podcasts and while you're there subscribe leave us a review we'd love to hear it do it for my birthday we love and appreciate it uh but we are going to do a couple ad reads really quickly and then we're going to jump into the episode So we are talking about my favorite subject today, which is birthdays. I love birthdays. I love my birthday. I treat it like it's the best day ever because it truly is Christmas in July, July 25th, if you case you forgot. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, I've never made that connection. Oh my God, are you kidding me? <laughs> You're like, duh. What, you've known me forever. Like, what? That is actually great. Yeah, it's, it's, great. Christmas, it's Christmas in July. It's Christmas so in it's July, of really course. impossible to forget. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I make it a big deal to remember, like, everybody in my life's birthdays as well. I think that's, like, the one thing that I am really good at. Um, and I try to make other people's birthdays, like, a big deal. Because I also want people to treat my birthday like it's a big deal. But it's also stemming from trauma of having no one show up at my 11th having birthday. The bir- having the birthday summers? That sucks. Yeah, I mean, because everybody's like, oh my god, I wish my birthday was in the summer. I'm like, yeah, but everybody's Everyone's on vacation, and no one can come, and everyone's doing their own thing. My sister had a summer birthday, too, and, like, same thing. Like, 
is Well, she her, still has a, she still has a summer birthday. Well, yeah. <laughs> she okay. didn't die. <laughs> she did not. She is very much alive. I will be seeing her this weekend. <laughs> And her dog, my nephew, um, <laughs> my nephew Benson. Um, no, but like, yeah, like I feel like summer birthdays were always hard growing up because, like, like you just I don't know, like just not as pe- many people can come as like during the school year. Well, so as I got older, I was like I didn't have to go to school during my birthday. So God forbid I work on my birthday. I always take my birthday off. Mm-hmm. And then I met you, and you were somebody who's never really taken their birthday off of work. And I thought Except you were I did this year. Yeah, but before then, I thought you were terminally insane. Because um, I was like, <laughs> who would want to work on oh, their it birthday? Was miserable. I hated it. Well, see, the 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 good thing is like during. Like when I was in school, my birthday usually would fall over either spring break or Easter weekend, Mm. which also sucked for me. Kind of like the summer birthday thing. Like everyone was like unable to come to a birthday party Mm -hmm. on Easter weekend. Mm -hmm. So um, I kind of like didn't ever really have school or whatever on my birthday. But as I started to get into the work field and, you know, you don't ever have a day off until you take one. um, I worked my birthdays and it sucked. And I was like, I can't do all of the fun birthday adventures when I'm at work. So I took it off this year and it was fabulous. And I will probably never work my birthday ever again. I'm taking the whole week off. I know. (laughs) I'm taking your birthday week off. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That's so funny. I'm taking the whole week off. (laughs) My coworkers are like, where are you going? I was like, well, for half the week I'm going to Vegas. The rest of the week I'm not coming into work. Like I am taking. This is a birth week. I am taking the whole birth week off because well, there's also no point when my birthday's on a Tuesday for me to take Tuesday off and then go in Monday and Wednesday. I know, yeah. I was like, no, we're Thursday. No, we're just we're taking the whole week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. and it's just going to be a nice, relaxing, fun, joyous time for me. And I, I always try just to do something fun for my birthday, whether it, that is a lot of people or very few people, like I at least try to celebrate in some way, whether it's going out for a night to dinner. Last year, it was my first year in LA. It was my first time celebrating a birthday in LA. And I didn't really know what to do because I still was trying to build my friendships and like build relationships with people. And so I just had a couple friends and we just went to a outdoor movie screening of one of my favorite films, The 500 Days of Summer. And we did that, and there's, like, different food trucks for that. And then on my actual birthday, we went out, uh, me and a couple of my friends, like, went out to dinner and got Mm -hmm. some drinks. And, like, that was nice enough. Like, that was fine. And I, you know, was just, I had a blast just being able to hang out with my friends. And, you know, just, I I like getting people together and having, you know, just that moment where we can all just collectively get together. Because I've always realized that no one can ever throw me a surprise party. My parents used to as a kid. And, like, I always, one, figured it out. But, two, I don't have, like, a core group of friends. I have friends kind of scattered all over. And, like, you're, like, until I moved to L.A., you were, like, the only one that had, like, met. Met everyone. (laughs) Met everyone. (laughs) So, like, like you probably could have. I'm, like, the significant other. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. You probably could have thrown me a surprise party. I probably could have. But I'm also recently. a fucking planner. I was gonna say we had a party for you at my house, but you were like, you were like, I need, to, I need both hands in this party planning, and I was like, feel free. I just we're using we're renting your space. We're renting your space, um, and we're using it, and it's fine. Yeah, and it, and it was great. It was so much fun. 
Again, I would I would love to have someone throw me an adult surprise party. I think it'd be great, but it would be a miracle because I I just assume no one's going to, so I just kind of go ahead and start planning, yeah. planning it myself um, because yeah. I refuse not to have plans on mm-hmm. my birthday, mm-hmm. no matter how big or small. So good luck and cheers to anybody that ever tries to do that in my life. Um, but maybe one day it'll actually happen. Have you ever had a surprise birthday? I don't think so. I not even as a kid? Like, no. Interesting. Mm-mm. No surprises, which I kind of prefer. I am really like, um, I like to be in control of things, kind of like you, but also like, I'm the same way. Like growing up, I always had friends within like all facets of life. And so like, I know, I know my mom would have like known who to do, but she always liked our input on like what we wanted to do. Like I did mm-hmm. all kinds. I've done like roller skating birthdays. Yes. I, we did a camp out in my garage with a tent. <laughs> you know, we wanted to, yeah, it was weird. Um, <laughs> I did a lot of sleepover birthdays, honestly. I did too. And you know, like mom would die, like we would go and we would get like the streamers mm-hmm. and we would like twist them and like put them up and no birthdays were really fun. But again, but again, they were around that time where like sometimes people could come and sometimes people couldn't come. So, well, I, I, I don't want people thinking that like, I don't like surprises. I do like surprises. It's just very hard to surprise you to surprise me because even if I'm not planning it, I will find out, I'll figure it out somehow. Um, and it's just because, like, there's little things. I, th- I think I'm just really good at reading people sometimes, and there's little things that people will do that kind of give it away. Um, and that's why I always say, luckily, whenever I get proposed to, you know, you always want your nails done ahead of time. And, like, if I am not, if I don't already have my nails done, because normally I do, um, it wouldn't be weird if a friend asked me, hey, let's go get our nails done. Like, no. it wouldn't be weird. I'm like, I, okay, wouldn't, yeah, sure. I wouldn't find that weird. Yeah. Because it's a, it's a common thing for me. Mm-hmm. So I think there's only been like three times in my life that I've been genuinely surprised. Because I surprised you for Christmas. I was going to say, you got me on Christmas. I had literally zero idea that you like, were in town. I am, I am good with surprising people. Like, you were so good. But like I feel like if I were going to try to surprise you, I would have to like hide my location because I feel like you would just like have this inkling I did hide check. my location from you so you can hide your location without it sending a notification because I, I did I not did. get it I did not get a notification I think I did because we were supposed to either we were supposed to do like a, we were supposed to do a recording or something yeah, yeah. Uh, no we were having a business meeting and like yes. we've been talking about this forever like really needing to have like a podcast meeting and so I was like doing long I mean we all saw the video <laughs> Like was not expecting anybody <laughs> to come over, and I was just like, "What the heck?" Yeah, your husband helped me out with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, the three times is when I got my first cell phone, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when I, oh no, four times because when I got my dog, I didn't think I was getting. A yeah, dog. I was gonna say cell phone and our dog, our family dog, um, was a surprise. And then when I got. My parents randomly got me a car in college because my car at the time was 
on its last leg. Your sweet, sweet bug. And I refused to give it up. And they, my parents were like, you're you going to... Your safety. I, you drive too die. far. <laughs> you're going to die. You drive four hours to get home. You're going to die. Yeah. Um, and then they randomly got me an iPad <laughs> one time. I like, said it in passing that I wanted an iPad. And I opened up a Christmas morning. And I was like, oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Do you still have said iPad? I do. I use it for work. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So like, I I remember having surprise parties as a kid, and I remember two of them. And one of them, my nana was taking me to the roller skating rink, and I saw a car outside the roller skating rink, and I was like, "That looks like mom and dad's car. Why are mom and dad here?" And my nana was like, that's not your parents' car. And I walk in, sure enough, that there's a party waiting for me. And then another time was my parents take me bowling for my birthday. And I looked over at the party section and I saw my grandfather <laughs> sitting there. <laughs> this 90-year-old man. Not like, your grandpa giving away the surprise party at the party table. I was like, <laughs> he was like, I'm just going to wait over here, guys. Don't worry. I was like, is that granddaddy? And they're like. No, 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 that's, that's not him. We I need to like, go get your eyes checked. So I was like, I'm pretty sure that's my granddad. Like, what? Um, so, yeah, my parents, not the best. But the effort, I think, is what I really love about it. And I think, you know, I have always tried to put effort into other people's birthdays. And I don't, I, I want to clarify that I don't feel like I think the effort you put into it, it necessarily equates to like the love you have for me but I will say for a while as a kid I definitely thought that because I went through phases where like you know as a summer birthday person like no one came to my birthday one year and that was really hard and I thought that no one liked me but it I was too young to understand that people kids, were yeah kids have families and they're like forced to go on these vacations that they probably don't want to go to maybe they want to go to my birthday instead um but like you know it, it just it didn't always equate to that, and I had tried to definitely remove that um, similarity. Mm-hmm. I definitely tried to remove that like similarity to it, um, that it doesn't equate to love. But how you you've never I feel like made a big deal about your birthday, whereas I always feel like I make it a national holiday. Has there ever been like a reason as to why? I don't, or is it, I don't know. I don't know if it stems from like, or maybe you are internally making it a big deal, and it's just none of us are picking up on that. <laughs> oh no, I definitely don't make it a big deal. But I think it stems from like a fear of disappointment, like mm. around it not being, or like people not wanting to come, or not being mm-hmm. a priority for everyone else, or mm-hmm. being an inconvenience, or mm-hmm. adding to everyone's stress. I think it stems more from like all of those things than it does from like me wanting to celebrate. I also have a lot of friends in a lot of different places, like not a ton of people are close by. So that makes it even a little bit more challenging to get like a group together. Um, There was one year when all my friends went downtown and we went, I think it was the first year, like the first year Blaine and I started dating. You were there. Yes, there's, we, a con- yeah, there's, there's an iconic a t- picture <laughs> that is on all my dating there's profiles. Tinder. There's a Tinder photo. But yeah, I think that was like the first time that I like tried to get a group of people together to like really celebrate my birthday. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I did stuff in college because it was just easier. Like everyone was there, like all of the girls mm-hmm. in ear candy. We would like go out. We like went out for sushi for my birthday one year and that was really fun. We went to the bars. But I think just like 
where I am in my life right now. Like it, like it's, it, it's important. Like I always try to do something and typically it's just like a dinner with my parents or a dinner with like grandparents or my husband or, you know, whatever. But Mm -hmm. I try not to make it that huge, huge of a deal because I know that everyone is busy. And I think that just comes from my like people pleasing (laughs) Well, and I think I think there's also because I've noticed this before in my past where like it's almost like the lead up to your birthday mm-hmm. is more exciting than, than your the actual, actual birthday because there's so much pressure. I feel like sometimes to make and it I, great. I think that's also something too, and I think that's why I kind of have like stepped away from it is because like, with, especially with social media, like everyone's always doing something really cool for their birthdays or they're having these like extravagant travels or these extravagant, you know, parties or dinners. And like, I just like cannot, I can't keep up with that. Like I've got so much going on that like, that's just not at the forefront of like my priority, especially for like 28. You know, if it's like a big, like milestone birthday, then like, sure. I probably want to do something a little bit more fun or different, but, but like, I just feel like there's a lot of pressure to like, do something fun. And so sometimes it's just easier to just not do anything because then you're mm-hmm. not disappointed. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Cause it's almost like Christmas Eve in a way where it's like Christmas Eve is I more I do exciting. love Christmas Eve and the Christmas morning. I'm like, this is a stressful day. We have a lot of places <laughs> we have to be and a lot of presents to unwrap. Let's go, go, go. Why are we not awake? It is time to go. Get your coffee. Go. <laughs> is this how you're going to be like when we're in Vegas? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm going to be so confused. <laughs> I would just like to note, <laughs> my flight leaves at like three something. I'll get there at like five o'clock y'all's time. I'm going to be, it's going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be running on delirium. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. I definitely, I definitely am excited for Vegas and I'm excited. I think I'm more excited. Like, and I don't know, I don't know if it's because I like had siblings or like I was the oldest sibling, but I am more excited to celebrate other people's birthdays than I am my own. And so I don't know why, I don't really know why, like deep down, I love my birthday and like, I want people to celebrate it, but I would never be like, no one's celebrating my birthday. I'm so bummed. Like, I would just like be like, whatever. I, I think I am like, (laughs) I think I am the person that like, if I want to do something on my birthday, like I'm just going to go do it. Like Mm -hmm. I, like I wanted to go get like all the free things. Um, and I didn't get all of them, but I like definitely went and got my free Starbucks and I like went and got my free like Jimmy John sandwich and like, you know, all the things that you can do on your birthday. So I just, you know, I think deep down I want more for my birthday, but I'm never going to be like outwardly bummed about it, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like this mm-hmm. past year, my husband was working on my, or at school on my birthday. So like I, we celebrated like the next day. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I often always wonder like, I look back on, like, because when you think about it, yeah, I'm turning 30, but I'm already 30. Like, turning 30 marks, it's officially been, like, 30 years of me around the sun. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. And so it's, like, accumulation of thinking, okay, like, what have I learned, like, in these 30 years? Like, how much have I grown? And where do I still need to grow? And I definitely don't think that where... If you had asked, like, 14, 15-year-old me, like, where I would be at 30, it definitely is not, like, what I would say now. Like, yes, I'm in Los Angeles, which is where I hope I would be, but we all thought I'd be married by now <laughs> and, like, have a kid. And it's weird to think that when my mom was 30, I was five, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. it's 
it's weird to think about where years ago how we thought 30-year-olds were so old. And now I'm like, oh, 30 is a new 21. And I I think about, you know, it's just as simple as my 25th birthday versus, like, my 30th birthday and how different they have been. Because we all know I've had very eventful birthdays. Um, I have had very traumatic birthdays. Um, this year, it, this year we are going to have a blast. Okay? We're going we're gonna to go to Thunder from Down Under. We, listen, we are avoiding tears this weekend. This that weekend? There are no because tears to be shed unless it is tears of straight up joy because you won the jackpot. Okay. <laughs> you won millions. You are allowed to cry. You can cry happy tears for all but I But you care. make a good point that I've cried every year. And like, there's nothing wrong with crying. Like, there's nothing wrong with crying. But Do like, you cry also, your, have you ever cried on your birthday? I'm sure I have. I not that I, nothing that really sticks out. Um, sometimes I cry a lot when I get drunk, so I try not to get. <laughs> yeah, we, to we, get drunk. we know, we know. Um, <laughs> but no, I don't think I've really ever cried unless like unless someone disappointed me, like a past ex or something. But I can't like like nothing is really sticking out. But but we're only crying happy tears if we cry this year. Yes, yes. I would like to just, I really just want to be able to spend time with the people that I love and be surrounded by them. And I, like I said, I have always had like a mass, like different types of friends, never one friend group. And I think it's really cool whenever I am able to get all my friends together mm-hmm. and it's, it's just see my different worlds collide. Because I think for my 28th birthday, we did a farewell party and that was the one we had at your place. And it was cool to see, like, my film friends and, like, my work friends and, like, my home friends all kind of coming together and, like, getting along and socializing. And it just makes me feel very warm inside, like, when I, when my friends like each other and, like, want to hang out. Yeah, and I think that speaks, like, volumes to you. And I almost feel like the same as, like, on my bachelorette, like, when your friends get along with other, that means you have good people like yeah. surrounding you. Like if you have people that are like, I'm not going to talk to her because she has blonde hair and I don't like blondes. Like we're so <laughs> far past. That's the only thing I can come up with right now. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but like we're so far past that, that like hat, like it shows that like people, one people are there for you and they're not going to act like assholes. But also, like, you pick good people who are also going to be kind to mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, every birthday I've been to of yours has been a fun time. So. Good. What have been, like, some of the – what do you think some of the biggest lessons you've learned over the, like, past couple of years as you, like, look back, like, on growing and birthdays? For me, my biggest mm-hmm. lesson, don't be in a relationship. <laughs> Anytime I have liked a man – None of them have ever came to my birthday, and the one year, one did, it was awful, and everything went to shit, and he yelled at me, and we got in a fight, and broke up with me, and then we started this podcast, so there was a silver lining. There there was a silver lining, yeah, definitely. However, I would have much rather have avoided that experience, and I feel like we still would have created this podcast. Um, I feel like I would have still, like, I know everybody says, like, you kind of, like, have to go through things to, like, learn lessons. 
I think I would still learn my lessons. I just didn't need to be traumatized. I was going to say, you've had to learn a lot of lessons. <laughs> like, I don't think Again, you did anymore. I'm done with being a 30. I'm done being a student in life. Fucking <laughs> let me graduate. Let me be done uh, like, learning. You need your honors cords and your master's hood. Like, you are done. <laughs> I got a master's hood. I need my doctorate <laughs> now. Like, you need your doctorate. Little, like, cap hat thing that they have. <laughs> fucking done, man. Fucking done. Let me graduate. Yeah. Um, yep, so, yep. I I think 30 is not as intimidating as people like want to say it is, but I I feel like that was and I'm not I'm not lying when I say I feel like that was one of the biggest like lessons and I think it was because in the past I would like a guy and I would want so badly for him to come to my birthday and for him to be there and share my birthday with me because then I thought that meant that he really really liked me. That doesn't mean shit. And I stopped putting that pressure on myself mm-hmm. to have my knight in shining armor, my prince charming, come bearing gifts and being there for my birthday. Because what really mattered were the friends that stayed surrounded by me when that mm-hmm. one guy did make it a fucking um, awful birthday yeah. and tried to make my birthday even better after that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the one thing that I can think of would be like, it's going to get better because it has to get better because like time doesn't stop. Like Mm -hmm. just because you're worried about something in the moment or like you're freaking out about something or you're having panic attack about something like you're going to get through it. You always do. And like the world doesn't stop just because you're having that like hard time and like that there's always like an end to that. Mm -hmm. I think that like with my like, anxiety and nervousness of things like I always get stuck in the moment but I have to realize like I'm gonna continue to grow and like we're gonna like the the world continues on and like things are gonna get fine and we're gonna get through it because we always get through it like it like we don't there's always another side of the door Mm -hmm. and I think that's something that I like realize I think as I as I get older that like those moments matter and like they're you know it's okay to have those bad times but like we always get through it. And so mm-hmm. that's something that I like try to take, take with me, I guess. Um, cause I've not had as many like traumatic relationship experiences as you have. But. What's up? What's up? <laughs> but it's kind of like the, kind of the same sentiment. Like we're going to get through the, the hard times and you know, birthdays are going to yeah. come and they're going to go and we might as well make the most of them when they do come. So what was the, f- I'm trying to think of like one of the first birthdays, like you probably, I, th- I don't recall whatever first birthday was that you celebrated with me, but I do recall the most iconic, which was my 21st birthday that you celebrated with me. And never um, forget. <laughs> I, so back when Emily was 21 and I was 20, um, my stomach was not as rock solid as it is now and throw up was something I could not handle. And so poor Emily was not feeling too well. And, um, <laughs> instead of, instead of comforting her, I told her that I would wash her dishes. So I cleaned every dish in the sink. <laughs> but luckily I had other friends at the time. Two people who I'm no longer friends with. Do you remember the most iconic gift you received? <laughs> the whole ass watermelon? So listen, okay, so Han- this is a side story that we're going to divert from the lessons we're learning today. Um, so Hannah's ex... Um, oh my god! I'm a big blunt. I didn't say all this when she was dating him, That's and, okay. but she knows she knows all it's this now. Free reign now. <laughs> so Hannah is my best friend, right? She came 
to my apartment, which was not where she was living at. It was like five hours fucking away. And she came to my apartment for my 21st birthday, right? She's the baby of the group. She's the designated DD because she doesn't. She's underage. I was 20. We had to go to like an 18 and up bar for me just so yeah. I could be present. Yeah. Um, and it was that was fine. We're sitting there on the first night I'm having a house party at my place. And this motherfucker not shows me. up to not me. Not you, her ex, shows up to my apartment. One, how the fuck did he get my address? Second of all. Shows up to my apartment uninvited with a whole ass watermelon. <laughs> what? I still why? don't understand why. He Did he pro- want us to put a bottle of vodka in it? Because also, know. if he knew me, don't I don't like watermelon. vodka. But do you even eat watermelon? Not like that. <laughs> I've had it. But I'm not like, give me a whole ass watermelon, man. Like, I will, like, and also, I don't like vodka. And I was not gonna, like, I am a whiskey person. I am a, um, <laughs> I'm a bourbon person. Like, I'm, I'm wine. Like, I'm not gonna, I don't like clear liquor. So, <laughs> I'm not gonna fill this, like, watermelon up, like, with alcohol. That's what you were expecting me to do. Also, who invited you? Hannah did it. You just showed up. Yeah, and then he was like, I got the hotel. And I was like, I'm staying here. He's like, no, you're not. And I was like, sorry, Em. <laughs> Ruined my birthday. I got drunk, though, so I don't really remember much no, we after had that. Fun. We had fun. We, <laughs> me and him actually ended up being the DDs, and it was, uh, it was an interesting time for sure. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure. But, but, but yeah, I, I did clean your dishes. I mean, that, that was that. Was that. You've gone up from here, though. You've I gone have. up from here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've, seen I a lot. I've seen a lot of things. Nope. Yeah. The throw up doesn't bother me anymore. I've no. been thrown up on it. You know, it just it doesn't doesn't bother me anymore. I have you, a rock card stomach. I worked I, in the I, hospital. I'm good. But I think it's so funny how you your birthdays are always very just laid back chill something always fucking happens at my birthday <laughs> it's never just like it's either chill. buttery nipple shots or like crying at the bus station <laughs> buttery nipple shots or crying at the bus station <laughs> there is no in between there's not there's not so we're gonna we're gonna rewrite vegas you know okay. we're not gonna put too much pressure on it being like perfect but we're going to like rewrite it for you like yeah. it's gonna be a birthday to remember no tears no arguments fun whatever you want to do we're there but i mean i feel like if you have a birthday coming up and you you have you want to make it special i do think like going on a trip is a great way to do that. I that is something that I this is the first trip we've gone on for like for my birthday, and that is I something I wanted think, to do. I was gonna say I think I'm gonna become a trip birthday girl. I think I, I like that idea better mm-hmm. than like trying to get a group of people together one night to like do something, even if yeah. it's just like a very very small amount of people, or if it, even if it's just me and my husband. Like a trip birthday sounds very nice. Yeah, I think doing that, and if you can't, I think. One simple thing, and this is something I did last year because, like, like I said, I didn't make last year, like, a huge deal. I treated myself literally to a massage, mm. a facial, and I got my nails done, like, all on the same day. I had, like, the most, like, me day spa experience. And then I went and had dinner at a very nice restaurant with a group of my girlfriends. And we actually ended up going out to a bar afterwards. And the bartender, like, never asked for our money. 
So we got free drinks. So I think just having a moment to treat myself. I mean, literally, if it's just staying at home reading a book or, like, just going to the beach and, like, getting some sushi and just sitting on the beach watching the sunset, that still sounds nice to me because it's just, like, a time for me to do something that I enjoy and I love. Like, I literally said if I had no plans, I was going to go see Barbie again. <laughs> like on I know. My actual I think this past year my mom and I went and went shopping. Like yeah. at, a, at a nice mall, um, which was just really fun. Like it's just fun to go do stuff like that that you so wouldn't normally do. Th- that's why I always say to take off your, take off work, take off school for your birthday, and just I, you don't really get that many days to kind of celebrate yourself. And I think that that is a great time to do it. I think it's a great excuse. And I always try to journal every birthday. I've done this like since twenty six, um, where I just try to like reflect on what I've learned in the past year and what I want going forward into the new year. And I, I kind of treat my birthday as like my new year's resolution other than like new year's. Like I don't usually look at new year's to do that because it's in my, it's a whole another year for me. And like, what do I want to accomplish by the time I turn 31 and what Mm -hmm. do I want Mm -hmm. to see with my life? Because I think that measuring myself in those kind of milestones to me is a little bit more th- more worthwhile. I also have a birthday in the middle of the year, so it just I was gonna it's say, easier. You, it's, you have like a six month check in almost too, like yeah. of your of your of your previous goals. Like, have you reached any of those? And then, what also do you want to add to that list to make it to thirty one? Which I think yeah. is pretty cool. So I think just being like more reflective, and I've been doing that going forward, and. I try not to let the intimidation of myself getting older scare me from wondering if I'm going to be able to accomplish the things I want to accomplish because I can. I can sit here and I can let it be daunting and let it be scary to think that in five years I'll be 35 and that sounds terrifying. But it doesn't mean that I had to put all this pressure on me to get X, Y, and Z done before I turn 35 Otherwise, I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. I often think of the movie Tick, Tick, Boom, which have you seen that movie? No, we've talked no, about it a million times. So you told me to watch it a million times. So Yeah, uh, you're it's on the list, watch. remember? You have to watch it before Vegas. It's on the list. You have to watch it before Vegas. <laughs> okay, I'll try. I'll try. Specifically because it's about... just text me and remind me because I'll forget. <laughs> specifically because it's about Jonathan Larson, who was, wrote the musical Rent. And it starts off with how much pressure he put on himself to accomplish and write the next greatest American musical before the age of 30 and how learning that, like, it's okay if you are not where you want to be at by this time. You don't have this, like, big, like, deadline. I feel like some people, I mean, like, I am making a joke and calling my birthday, like, the death to my 20s, the death to my, we're mourning my youth, you know. But there's also the 13 going on 30. We grew up with that mindset mm-hmm. as well, too. So there's also that, yeah. which I feel like I have to watch, like, oh, on yeah, my birthday. Oh, yeah, 1,000%, yes. <laughs> but I, I am making fun of myself and making fun of my youth, but my youth isn't over. It's weird to think that I'm turning 30. I don't feel 30. I can't continuously feel like I'm 25. Someone last night told me I like I'm 22 and that was the highlight of my life. And I I feel like when you were to, if you were to ask me how old I feel, I feel like 24, 25. And like, I was going to say I feel like like we've almost shifted. Like our generation has shifted in like the 30s. 30s are the new 20s and like 30s are like a perfect time to thrive and I feel like your maturity level is so much better and we're more patient people and we just have a little bit 
more life experience. And I've seen and my, a ton of people like really create their like small businesses and their dream lives in their thirties. So I know that it's like a good time. It just is daunting yeah. at the same time. Like you feel like you feel like oh, I haven't done what I've wanted to do, but also our brain didn't develop until five years ago. So yeah, like I feel like if you were to ask 21-year-old me, I would think that this is so old. Um, mm-hmm. Even like 15-year-old me would think this is old. But I I feel like now I'm more sure of myself. Oh, 1,000%. Than, you have a, a new level of confidence. Yeah, and I just I, – I know more what I want in many aspects of my life and career and um, personal life, my friendships, my relationships, family, like all that. I know more of what I want. And I've come to terms with a lot more stuff, too, and what I'm capable of. And I've also had many hard realizations of, like, health and things like that, that Mm -hmm. I am not 21 anymore and I can't just eat, like, certain foods anymore. Or things like, you know, my parents are getting older as well while I'm getting older as well. So also the realization that I'm a woman and I'm turning 30 and that means I have a time limit more on my uterus. Mm-hmm. So fun things like that. But <laughs> I I try not to let those things be overbearing. And I think that people our age have done a great job at neutralizing the age 30 because of movies like 13 going on 30. I think we made it seem a lot more exciting and more fun and more cool and more hot. And, and also, sexy. like, Anne Hathaway and the fact that she is, like, pregnant and thriving and looks 25. And well, like, I mean, that's another thing, too. You have shows like Riverdale that yes. have 30-year-olds, mm-hmm. like, on, like, Cami Mendez just turned 29. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah she's playing, like, like, 18-year-old. The, the portray, like, I just feel like, I don't know, like... We are all very youthful, and I feel like even the older generations have very youthful um, parts to them, which is really encouraging because you feel like you're coming to this end of, like, youth, and also people are like, can I see your ID? (laughs) Well, like, let's be real. (laughs) We don't know what an actual 30-year-old woman looks like in Hollywood because Mm -hmm. they're all playing 18-year-olds. Yep. And... You look at 30-year-olds and you're like, wait, y'all are so young. It's like, yeah, that's what a real 30-year-old woman looks like. They don't have, like, they're not these decrepit women. <laughs> like, you know, like. Like, if they, we have gray hairs, we are plucking them. Like, we <laughs> do not 30 is not that old. old. <laughs> well, no, 30 is not that not. old. Like, it's definitely I, not. I think that we just if haven't. The average, if the average, like, lifespan is 80, we're not even halfway there. I don't know. I don't know what the average lifespan is, but I wish it would be higher than that. Well, maybe I don't know. That's kind of a dark thought, but also we're not even. The women in my family have lived at almost a hundred. So we've had ninety. I think ninety three, ninety two, ninety three. So we're st- we're not even halfway there. You know, my nana will be eighty next year, and the woman still moves around like she's fifty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so just remember that if you're thirty, you're not even halfway there yet. You know. Yeah. You've got a ton yeah. of time left. A lot of life opportunities. But I really, I'm really excited to see what 30 brings me. I hope it brings me more peace. I hope my anxiety gets better. Um. I also (laughs) hope my anxiety gets better during your 30th year of birth. (laughs) (laughs) If you could give me a birthday present on your birthday, that would be the one I request. Okay. Um, Some natural ways to calm anxiety. (laughs) 
I think it can be intimidating too to think about. You know, I'm turning thirty. I have now. Ne- I have had a serious, like long term relationship that's lasted more than a year, um, ever. And to some people, that would be really intimidating. But I want to say that just because I don't want. If you're younger than me and you haven't had that yet, like you're, it's okay. You're fine. I'm, I'm really fine without having one. Honestly, at this point, <laughs> like, I've seen enough. I was gonna say, I feel like you're also more productive. <laughs> oh, I one thousand percent like myself more when I do not have a love interest in my Well, life. and so and so that's the thing that you know when you are when you do, do decide you are ready to look again, like finding someone who makes you like yourself even more. Mm-hmm. Makes mm-hmm. you feel even better. So yeah. I think so, yeah. I think I want to wrap this episode up by being by survival tip being um it is okay to have expectations for your birthday. But it's also okay if your birthday doesn't live up to those expectations. Because in a way you need to treat it as a growing I mean, you're growing every single year. You're treating it as like a learning experience and you're treating it as a growing experience. And I think the most important thing is as long as you're surrounded by people that you love and people that care about you, that is the most important thing. It doesn't matter if you're in fucking Mykonos or if you're in Iowa. Like as long as you are surrounded by people that you love and you are happy and you are taking the time to invest in yourself on your day, that is all that should matter. And... If not, we will be your friends, and you can listen to this episode Mm -hmm. on your birthday. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also, like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey.